Today's episode features an organization who you may have heard us talking about on the podcast, an organization that is very near and dear to my heart, the National Stuttering Association. The NSA is dedicated to bringing hope and empowerment to children and adults who stutter, their families and professionals through support, education, advocacy, and research. Their vision is to support people who stutter. The NSA is excited to announce that tickets to their annual conference are now open. The annual conference, which will be held this year from June 29th through July 3rd, is a life-changing event for adults, children, families, and friends who share stuttering as a common bond. It's an incredible opportunity to bring the stuttering community together from all corners of the nation for a weekend of celebration and fun. This year, it will take place in sunny Newport Beach, California. Attendees at the conference will be able to learn about contemporary issues facing stuttering today in an environment designed to bring comfort, joy, and a deeper perspective on our resilient community. You can register for the conference today by checking out the link in the show notes or going to westutter.org. I'm Maya Chupkov, and I'm a woman who stutters. And I'm Cynthia Chin, Maya's longtime friend, and I know nothing about stuttering. And this is Proud Stutter, a podcast about stuttering and embracing verbal diversity in an effort to change how we talk about it, one conversation at a time. Welcome back to Proud Stutter. We have our youngest guest ever on Proud Stutter today. His name is Eli Tolman, and he's 18 years old and a senior in high school in Missouri. Eli has been a lifelong person who stutters and feels that it's more of a gift than a curse. And he's going to be attending the University of Central Missouri next fall, where he's majoring in anthropology. Eli, it is so wonderful to have a teen on Proud Stutter. Welcome. And thank you, Maya. I really appreciate it. This is this is the very first time I've ever been interviewed on a podcast. So for me, it's like it's an honor. Oh, well, we're so happy to be your first and I'm sure you're going to be on many more. So Eli, tell us a little bit about growing up with your stutter and a little bit about your your journey and how you ended up where you are. That is a very good question, Maya. So um, I was a very late speaker when I was growing up. I didn't start to speak until I was three. And it was during the beginning of, of the time I started talking that I, I had a stutter. So I really did have it lifetime. My parents didn't really, they didn't really seem to like know that I had like a speech impediment in a way until I was about, I want to say five years old. And while I was young, I didn't really care that much about it. It was just I just kind of accepted it for like as as a, a part of myself. In 2012, we moved to my mom's childhood town in Missouri. And it was around this time where I started to notice my stutter more. It it brought me down a lot. So at about 10 years old, I started going to speech therapy in a nearby town called Clinton. And I, my speech pathologist 
she actually didn't have a setter herself, but she taught me a lot of techniques that I could use if I did start to stutter. I, I call this phase of my life the rejection phase, because I, I, re I rejected my setter a lot. I wanted to be rid of it, like, like a lot of people have, and, and probably still do. In 2017, my speech pathologist, uh, she showed me an advertisement for uh, the NSA conference that was going to be down in Dallas, Texas in 2017. And she really recommended me for me and my family to go. So we, me, my, my younger sister, my, my mom, and my dad, we all drove down there. And uh, I, Isaiah, because that was those like past four, th those four days, they absolutely changed my life. The first time I ever heard someone else actually stutter besides myself was at that conference. Wow. I've wow. never heard anyone else stutter before. I knew that they existed. Like, I knew other people who stutter existed, but I never heard it for myself. What was that experience like for you? Like, a bomb just blew up in my head. <laughs> just like the emoji? Yes. <laughs> like, the, that's the only way I can describe it fully, is, like, my, my mind was just absolutely blown. To hear someone else, to hear someone else stutter, it was it was such it was such a life changing experience to know that you're not the only one. And currently, right now, I live in a town of just like around three thousand people. For as far as I know, I am the only one in that town who actually has a stutter. Yeah, I have been to every conference ever since then. Could you tell us about your experience at these conferences? So my very first conference, I, at my age, which was 13, I was, I was shy. I was, I self-isolated myself a lot before I went to conference. And this definitely did, like, like those habits did transition over into conference for the first couple of days. I believe it was day three is when I really started opening up a little bit. So, you know, like, a, uh, a, a lot of times at these conferences, um, these groups of people always go out and do fun stuff, you know? Uh, this very first conference, I didn't really do much of that at all. I did the workshops. After that, I just went up to the room and waited for the next workshop. Like, the, 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 Towards the end, I got more social, and I did, I did make friends. Not not a whole lot, but it was def it was it was it was a great starting point for <laughs> the great the, the roller coaster that was about to uh to come into my life. So then, t uh, tw uh, twenty eighteen in Chicago, um, it was a lot better. I made. A lot more friends. I talked to a lot more people. I went to as many workshops as I possibly could. What were the workshops like that you went to? The ones that I definitely remember are the ones that taught you that you, it's okay to stutter. You don't have to hide it. You don't have to pretend that it's, like, it doesn't exist. Like, the, those were the workshops I remembered the most. Were the ones that just taught you it's okay. 
Like, it's okay to be who you are. There's no shame in it. And you remembered those over the ones that taught you techniques to become more fluent? If, if, if I'm being honest, I've completely forgotten about all those techniques. <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel the same way, Eli. Yeah, I've completely, I've completely forgotten about them. I've just, I've, I've just learned to accept it for what it is and to not let that bring me down. And since, I, I'd say since 2017, it's not brought me down one bit. I poke fun at my stutter just to be humorous, but I, I, I would never let my stutter actually bring me down mentally or physically or anything. Like, that, that, that phase of my life is over. That's amazing, Eli. I'm so happy that you've gotten to that place so early on in your life because we have been talking to a lot of people who are much older than you who really struggled for a long time. For, for those people who do struggle with their stutter still, I really hope they find some peace in their life because a stutter can really bring you down if you're not careful. Definitely. I'm curious, Eli, when you were at these conferences early on, when you were around 13, were you one of the younger attendees or how was, were there other kids your age there? Uh, that is a good question. Uh, for the first couple of conferences, um, I was 13, but I did go to, to the, uh, uh, the kids workshops because I mean, I, I just, I didn't know that the team one existed. That's just the first, <laughs> uh, if I'm being honest, my mom just dropped me and my sister off and by the way, my sister does not stutter. I'm the only one who does. She just dropped us off at this one conference, at this one workshop, and just said, good luck. <laughs> just threw us in there. That sounds like my mom. <laughs> <laughs> for, for the couple of kids' workshops I did go to, they were fun. But eventually, I did transition into the team workshops, and I enjoyed them a lot more. They felt a lot more personal. They felt more, they, they, they just felt more engaging to me because I felt like I was learning a lot. And you recently um, took up a leadership position at NSA leading these teen workshops and groups. How has that been? Can you tell us a little bit more about that? Uh, actually, last year in, uh, I believe, is Houston that we went to? Houston. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Houston. Um, I actually did lead a workshop, like, for the very first time. I did lead a workshop with my mom, uh, and it was about uh, the growth mindset and how it relates to your stutter and how it can, it can affect your stutter. It was, it was, it was very well-received, and I, I was very happy with it because that was my first time ever, ever doing a workshop. This upcoming conference, I am going to be doing a workshop with another TAC member. And what's... What's the role of the, the Teen Advisory Council? They do a couple different things. The, 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 the ones that I know, at least. There's uh, the social media committee, which runs like, like the different social media sites. And then there is uh, the outreach committee that focuses on just reaching more people who have not uh, heard of the NSA. And uh, that is the committee that I'm a part of. That's awesome. I... Really, I th think it, it's great to have such a big teen presence in an organization like the National Stuttering Association because I feel like, from my experience, when I was a teenager growing up and having my stutter, that was one of the 
more lonelier times in my life. And so I think how you were able to get so much exposure of other people who stutter so young, I'm just, I, I think that's such a great tool um, that should be implemented in as many places as possible. And I really think that speech therapists should really recommend joining National Stuttering Association groups like yours because it seems to have benefited you. Oh yeah, I I absolutely agree. It's it's it did help me. It did it it helped me so much getting through my teenage years. Like these these people that I've known, they they have seen me through my my entire teen years. Like I I've known them since I f- like first transitioned to a teenager, and now that I'm a legal adult, that like they've 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 pretty much helped me get through it. If they weren't. Like if if I didn't have the NSA, I, I I don't think I'd be the person that I am today, without the NSA. Like they've, like they've they've made me, who I am today. I think you seem like the kind of person to me who would have thrived no matter what. Um, but I, I I'm very impressed by you just talking to you and and seeing how much you've accomplished um, at such a young age and and how uh, much work you put into the NSA already as an 18-year-old. Um, and I wanted to ask you if you have any advice for other teens who are maybe going through the same thing as you are and, you know, maybe not quite where you are yet, but are going through the struggles of being in school and having a stutter and, you know, being chosen to talk in class, you know, giving presentations. What advice do you have for them to manage their anxieties and to, to manage their stress? I, I I have a couple different things that I that I, I I live on, but I think I think the one thing that I would definitely tell teens is do do not be afraid of your stutter. Like own 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 that stutter. Let that be a part of you, and it, it doesn't. You you need to influence your stutter. Your your stutter doesn't need to influence you. Like if you go like for 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 example like speeches like for public speaking if you if a person who stutters can get up to the front of the class and say what they have to say with no fear that is just that that's just such tremendous work ebb because honestly people who don't have a stutter very likely they're likely twice as afraid to get up to the front of the class like i if you just if you just be who you are, I I don't think you'll have a lot of problems, and I I think you'll find a lot of success in life. Is there a, a question around your stutter that you wish people asked you more? Yeah, there is. All I would want them to really ask is what is a stutter, just so I can educate them on what a stutter is, because not everybody knows. But what a stutter is, there's some people who just, I've never known it existed, you know, because they've never been around someone who has stuttered. Like, I think if you explain, explain a concept to someone, that they'll, like, they'll accept it better. And I think a stutter is no exception to that. Have you encountered situations where you're stuttering and people just kind of seem confused, like they don't know what's going on? Oh, yes. I've had plenty plenty of those situations in my life like some 
like some just asked what it was, some, like, some some poked fun at it, but I mean, I can't really blame them, like, they, they don't know what it is, like, I can't, I can't judge them for that, because, well, I thought, like, I mean, they, they've not ever heard a stutter in their life. Um, some, some have given me weird looks, but that's just, it's common. Um, I think other than those three, those, uh, three reactions, uh, besides the fourth one where they just don't really react, uh, they, they, they just don't react, uh, they, they don't react badly to it. They just kind of wait for me to finish. Uh, uh, other than those four types of reactions, I think, I think that's about all I've experienced. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure a lot of people who are listening can relate to that. So, Eli, you are going to college next year. What what do you envision for your college experience? Like, are you going to bring stuttering with you or like how I'm just I'm just curious, like, what is your vision for yourself as you enter this next step in life? I don't plan to leave my stutter behind at all. I plan to take it with me like I'm packing my luggage. Like, I'm just stuffing it in there. Woo! 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 Yeah! Um, it's... <laughs> but, yeah, I don't plan on leaving it behind. I plan on educating as many people as possible about stuttering, because I know for a fact there is a lot of people that have not heard of it. And I, I think that's just something interesting to know. Like, not everyone talks the same. Like, it's like some people have trouble speaking. I think that's a really, that's a really good thing to bring to such a big place, like a campus, where, where there's so many people, like so many different kinds of people. What? When you do talk about, okay, I, I'm, I don't think of, I, I, I don't think of a stutter as a disability, but for the sake of this, I am going to call it a disability. When you do talk about disabilities with each other, like, each each person's disabilities, if you consider them a disability, I feel like you connect better because you can relate to that other person. That they're they're not as they're not as unknown to you as they may have been at like the beginning. So I I think I think stuttering is a really great way to bring people together. Yeah, absolutely, and I think we've definitely seen that on this podcast. Um, just the the ability that this has to create a community of, of people who stutter. Um, and I, I wanted to ask one last question to you, um, Eli. It's, it's not stuttering related, but because I know that you've been homeschooled for a long time, what are you most excited about for going to college? Oh, man, I don't, I don't know. There's so many things, if I'm being honest, but I think... I think the one thing that I'm excited about is having the ability to to, to turn over a new leaf, because here in high school, I've I, I I I'm in a very small high school. Like my senior class is only like fifty one people. It's that small. In a high school like that, you're not really given a lot of opportunities, and in college, that is the exact opposite. Like there are so many things that you can do in college and I'm 
I'm ready for a fresh start because if I'm being honest, I've I've struggled a lot socially and mentally throughout high school. It's been a very it's very it's very a very tough a very tough journey for me. And I'm just I'm I'm ready for college cuz in a way it feels like a land of opportunity as in Europeans sailing all the way to America that that's what it feels like to me it feels like just a whole new a whole new land of opportunity for you if you're willing to put the time and the effort into it and i am definitely willing to do both like full time nonstop like i'm i'm uh, i'm ready to do this <laughs> woo oh we believe you eli <laughs> yes. we definitely I think you're going to do you. great you're going to do <laughs> great you. in college and yeah, Eli, thank you so much for chatting with us. It's been a pleasure. You bring such great energy into the world. And I just can't wait to see you continue to excel in college and beyond. So thank you so much for being part of Proud Stutter and for hanging out with us. It was my pleasure. Like, it really, really was. And, oh, I would do this again anytime. <laughs> We really enjoyed having you. You're such an inspiration. I, I really oh, hope thank that you a, very lot much. Of, a lot of young people listen to this episode because I think, um, you know, just the way that you talk about your stutter, um, it's, it's very inspiring. And I hope that other people can absorb that goodness, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I really hope they do. It's, uh, I, I, I hope to bring a lot of joy to people. That's, that's just been a life goal of mine. And that's it for this episode. I'm Maya. And I'm Cynthia. And you've been listening to Proud Stutter. This episode of Proud Stutter was produced by me, Maya Chupkov. And edited by me, Cynthia Chin. Our music was composed by Augusto Denise and our artwork by Mara Ezekiel and Noah Chupkov. If you have an idea or want to be part of future episodes, find us on Twitter at Proud Stutter. You can also find us at www.proudstutter.com Drop us a note or share a voice memo. What's your stuttering story? What topics would you like us to cover? And what are you curious about? And if you like the show, you can leave us a review wherever you are listening to this podcast. More importantly, tell your friends to listen too. Until we meet again, thanks for listening. Be proud and be you. Be you.